Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. We're continuing our string here of listener questions that have come in. And we have this one about, well, I guess you could say seasonality. Hey, Robert. Uh, this is Shamaya. I know we've met in the past. We did a Zoom reading for me um, a few months ago. But I have another question for you. So my boyfriend got a reading from a different astrologer. And this astrologer said, oh, you're a Gemini, so you're going to have a really hard time through the winter. Like the winter month will be a challenging time for you. So my question is, like I'm a Pisces. I also feel like I have a hard time in winter. (laughs) But, you know, I have like a Scorpio ascendant. So I'm like, that's kind of the start of winter time. Maybe it's going over my first house. Um, But a Gemini would be different like a Gemini with a a Libra rising. Uh, So how come we both have a hard time in winter? And is there an easy way to look at a chart and say, oh, this is a good season for you. This might be a tough season for you. Hey, Shamaya. So good to hear from you and such a great question. And yes, it's true. I think to anybody who's sensitive, Certain times of the year, just as a general rule, go better than other times of the year. It's not, you know, specifically true every single year, but people notice this. Not everybody does, but people do notice it. And it can be due to several factors. For example, where you have Jupiter in your chart. When the sun transits conjoined or opposite Jupiter... Those times of the year can feel more positive to you than when, say, the sun is transiting Saturn or transiting opposite Saturn. So that's one way to get a handle on different seasons of the year. And it's absolutely been true for me all my life. I'm very aware of it from basically August on is August through September, October, November, December to a certain extent. But that time of the year has always been good for me. Another time that's good for me is the summer. Interesting, because I have Saturn at Cancer, in the, which is July. But the summer has often brought me business progress or business luck. And I have Venus trine that Saturn and Jupiter sextile that Saturn. They're both up in my ninth and tenth houses. So my my business life as an astrologer and also as a television writer, uh, both partake of those aspects. So that's one way to look at it. And you can do this with anybody's chart. When the sun transits the conjunction to your birth planets, that season of the year will always be of the nature of that birth planet. So I have Venus in Scorpio. So, of course, I love the period from the end of October through November. And it's been true in my romantic life as well as my professional life. Venus is in my 10th house of career and so on. I have Uranus in Gemini. So during the, the summer month of June, I have Uranus and Gemini trying my son and so on. So very often something unexpected in my life will happen right around the June period, a case in point. Somebody named Thomas Miller called me up at the beginning of May of this year, out of the blue, 
Thomas and I have known each other for a couple of years. We have never met. People are always astonished to hear this. Thomas has been in these solar art classes of mine for a couple of years at Kepler, so he's a terrific astrologer. But he calls me up in May to propose these podcasts. Hey, Bob, ever thought about doing a podcast? Well, yeah, Thomas, I have, but I don't have any time for the learning curve to do it. Well, guess what? I'm a broadcaster. I have my own podcast. It's been very well received. And as we talked more and more, I thought, what a great idea. So, boom. That was in May, not technically June, but you see what I mean. It's in orb. So around it was, that it was time, late, late May, actually. Was it? Okay. So it would, have, <laughs> so it would have put it right there at Gemini season. But I mean, totally out of the blue. And of course, a wonderful experience. Because these podcasts also, just like Thomas's own, Fun Astrology, have been really well received. And of course, I love to do them, to spread anything I can about how, how astrology works and how to use it. So that's been the kind of breakthrough that I had. This Now, it's not going to be that significant every year, Shemaya, but you still get the idea. So that's how I kind of look at these different seasons of the year. Mainly, you can, can do it with where the sun is. This jumps track a little bit, but my mind, my Gemini rising mind is wandering here just into annual perfections, one of the ancient techniques that basically you take your natal chart as year zero and your first year is everything moves one house over and the, the characteristics of that house, be it the sign or the planets in it or the aspects are themes that might develop and unfold over your life. Just seems like there are these recurring, and we talked about in the, the solar art question that we answered for Margaret, that you talked about these themes that repeat. It seems like, goodness, the more we dig into this, the more these theme patterns come up over and over and over. They do. And for me, anyway, I'm very aware of them because I've been doing this so long. And I'm with my own chart, I'm very aware of them. So that uh, you get into, in my chart, August and September, particularly September, where I happen to have Mercury in Virgo and Jupiter in Virgo in my ninth house. And all of my life, I've been either publishing in American Astrology Magazine, for example, 10 years, and then television writing for 15 years. And that period of the year in September, when the sun is in Virgo, very often brings me uh, a significant contract or a significant project, writing a book, making a presentation, it's in my ninth house, starting a brand new class or a workshop series and so on. And you begin to see it over and over as you study your chart every year. Gee, this whole period of the year from September, October, November with my Venus and Scorpio in my 10th house has always been good for me career-wise. Something else I noticed to Maya, I, it, it, it turned out to be, it just finally hit me, especially when I was writing for television, because I would have to go out of town uh, for, you know, a, a week or two or something, either to be on location or go back to New York to scout locations or something like that. And I found, I just, I realized one day, gee, every, every time I leave Los Angeles on business and come back to Los Angeles, I have a new contract, I have a new project, a new television movie, a new something. Couldn't help but notice it. 
So once you begin to tune into this with your chart, you can absolutely predict those times of year and you can think ahead and try and maximize them according to, to your own ambitions, if you will. And a couple of times a year that you could travel to Nepal and spend the month or two in a cave. <laughs> you know, it never has occurred to me. <laughs> I loved. I love to visit caves. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live. Wouldn't in want to live in one. In, in spite of the fact that it might be Pluto season in your life, right? It's like <laughs> true. <laughs> Don't answer the phone. <laughs> absolutely. I'm looking at Pluto in my own, which is in the early degrees of Virgo, and remembering that my first marriage ended in September. So there you go. All right, enough of that, Robert. <laughs> thank you very much. Great question, and we are going to continue this series of questions with more. And if you have one, you can leave it for us at the SpeakPipe. We prefer that. I know you can do it on somehow through Spotify, but we really prefer if you just go to the funastrology.com website and go to the top. That orange box up there is a way to leave us a message. It's absolutely free, and it's anonymous. You don't even have to leave your email if you don't want to. Also, the show notes are packed with stuff, including Robert's natal chart. We'll put it in there so that you can reference it with what he was talking about. And our Discord channel, led by Kristen Lawhead, our YouTube channel, managed by Chet, my buddy, who has broken all the old Soul New Soul podcasts out into their own playlist. So we have a plethora of resources to put this information in your hands. Thank you so much for listening. More questions on the next episode on the Old Soul New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. <music>